Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome to the IAB UK podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler and this week's episode is part of Gaming Week, the second of four emerged and emerging specialism weeks, also covering e-commerce, connected TV and audio running throughout 2021. And all brought to you by our official Gaming Week partner, Bidstack. For this special episode, I chat to Admix's Nigel Morris and Alex Faust, who, believe it or not, was a guest on the first ever episode of the IAB UK podcast over three years ago. We get into why brands and agencies are rethinking their attitudes to games and gamers and gaze into the near future from 3D and in-game commerce to virtual festivals and events. We also talk about gaming being the perfect vehicle to build brands over the long term and discuss why luxury brands have jumped in with two feet. If you want to get further into the wide world of gaming and the incredible opportunity for advertisers, check out our guide to gaming and watch all the events forming part of Gaming Week at iabuk.com. But for now, it's over to Nigel and Alex to talk about Admix's imminent research findings. So we think this is going to be the most in-depth survey into, um, you know, ad industries, perceptions and um, attitudes to uh, advertising within gameplay, basically. Um, And, you know, loads of research has been coming out about the gaming audience, which, Mm. you know, you guys are covering very, very well. Um, But what we want to really dig into is we seem to be in this sort of midpoint between intent and interest and excitement and actual action right and we really want to dig into that gap like what you know what is holding back um brands their agency partners um what are they thinking about what are their watch outs we know some of this already so Mm -hmm. a a lot of the research is about kind of proving i guess our our sort of ideas and some of the anecdotal feedback that we've had um, but yeah, we, we're really excited about really canvassing a large, um, a large amount of the market. I think we're going to be speaking to about two to three hundred, um, you know, various le- levels of yeah. seniority at brands and agencies, um, and, and we think it's going to, you know, chuck out some really interesting insight. And what's your what's your hunch? You talked a bit about perceptions. What are you hearing from brands and agencies when it comes to? perceptions is it just that gaming is one of a number of things that they're that they're looking at you know apart from their their day job media is a, a bit of their day job and then within media there's all these things to think about what what's your take on what you've been hearing there's a, there's a couple of bits um and and naturally we, you know we talk to a lot of people so it's never it's not always the same but there are some there are some trends that kind of do kind of you know bucket together um I think there's a measurement question mark. Mm. Um, so that's something that the, you know, our cousins in the in the in-game advertising space, we're all working really hard on that and, and with the IAB as well, mm. um, is, you know, what does good measurement look like? Um, how can we really prove um, that this is an effective um, medium that, you know, brands and agencies can buy into confidently? So that's something that's... Um, you know, an ongoing project, and we've made tremendous headway as a business um, down that path. We announced it a few weeks ago that we're now integrated with IAS, which is, 
I think it makes us the only, you know, the only in-game advertising platform mm. that is being verified um, for viewability and fraud in real time. So that's almost like a, you know, checkbox number one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one of the other potential blockers is as a perception around access. I think um, some brands and agencies see gaming as a little bit of a difficult space to play mm. in. Is it expensive? Does it take a long time? Um, and I think what we as a we as a not only a business but an industry need to really trumpet is that it is actually as easy as buying standard display, mm. and um, you know access really isn't a problem. It, it it's very much there to be tested um, and and to and to <laughs> to be enjoyed, um, you know, with, without very much friction at all. You know, with us particularly, we can take standard IAB display formats. Yeah. And through our kit, we can render it straight into into gameplay environments, and um, that's you know that's easy. Um, so I think that's another thing that we can, yeah. as an industry, and and certainly as a you know as a business, we need to really hit that point home. Nigel, I would love to get your take on uh, why Admix, I I guess, and why gaming more broadly. I mean, there's there's lots of things that you do already, uh, and lots of things you could could have done. What why gaming and why Admix? James, that's a, actually, that's a great question because it actually also um, comes on from the the last conversation we were just having then, um, which is well, I'm fascinated by gaming because I do really do think it's going to be the next big media uh, for advertising and marketing. And you, you any new media that evolves... And if you look back at the last 50 years, uh, or even longer, the new media and the new more dominant media that emerge, there's always a very significant lag yeah. between the development of the audience and the development of that as a monetizable media. And, uh, but what, what always happens is where you do have the audience and where you do have the engagement and where you do have the action, then actually... There's, there's ways of developing that into a media. Hmm. Uh, and uh, and I really do think that gaming will be the next big media. And I think where I'm really fascinated to get involved, obviously I was quite heavily involved in the early days of, uh, the early days of digital. Uh, I was involved in you know the early days of when uh, social really started to take off, <laughs> search started to take off. I was a founder member of a Facebook client council, which had you know, an amazing group of people mm. really working together to try and make it you know, a great media. Now, there are, what I think has happened in digital media, what's happened in programmatic, uh, whether it's display, performance, it is, there are some great things about it, but there are some things that we probably wouldn't have wanted. Mm. There are, it's developed in you know it's developed in ways that hasn't always been great for brands hasn't always been great for business and hasn't always been great for users uh, and i think all those are very well documented yeah to, to a certain extent that's, that's n nobody's fault uh, you know the pace of change was was mm. so great now with media with, sorry with gaming where i think it has a massive opportunity as a media and especially as in why the in-play 
aspect of it is the ability to build real engagement yeah. back into you know the brand experience our brands can actually get involved in the content uh in you know in a in a non-intrusive way uh, which is where you know Alex's point about authenticity is really important. Mm. How do you actually become part of the user experience? And what I what I really liked when I met the Admix guys was you know the focus on actually making it a user centric media as well. And one of the things that we're really trying to do, and one of the things that why I'm getting involved, why you know we also got you know Bob Norman involved as well, is how can we actually work together with brands, with agencies, with publishers to create a media that is highly engaging. It does really perform, right? But is also great for the user. Mm. Uh, and if we can do that, then it's going to be an incredibly immersive and very effective media. But it does require us all to come together uh, and, 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 and make wise decisions in how the media develops, how it's measured, uh, and, and what we expect from it, and what the, what are the what are the limits around it, yeah. and which is why again the IAS thing is very important because you know we need to build trust into you know why why is there always a lag is because <laughs> you know, how, how do you measure how do you make sure that what we, what is being delivered is real you know and how do we build trust in the media you know from a fraud perspective from you know a, an accountability perspective from a transparency perspective. Yeah, and those are all the things that we're, you know, we're going to try and do not just single-handedly, but again, with organisations like the IAB, while we're leaning in there, mm. is because it, you know it's, it should be an collective endeavour to create a high-performing, you know, but trustworthy media. Yeah, um, I look at uh, what agencies are doing, and you know, there's lots of things that are being set up clearly. Um, uh, we've had the guys from D Game before it's D Game at Dentsu actually publicist play Havas Entertainment DDB have um, for the win so it feels like there's progress being made there and it, it, it sort of reminds me of the early days of mobile where we had you know and I, I was one of them where we had mobile experts and we set up mobile divisions of course then that just becomes d d digital so it feels like it's happening there t tell me Alex where you think on the creative side do, do, do you think creative agencies uh, and creative shops see gaming as this big amazing creative canvas in the same way that they would outdoor or you know that big 90 second spot that you'd see in a cinema because you can do all that sort of thing right it's this incredible outdoor thing that's dynamic and digital absolutely um we often sort of shortcut describe um our offering as virtual out of home and that kind that tends to kind of you know it's a bit of a penny drop moment um you know, in terms of the creative shops, I think there's definitely more that we can do as an industry to get them really to, to come and play with us. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, th there's some that I think are, are really engaged. And I mean, there's a couple of examples that, have you know, hit the press recently that I think will certainly turn um, creative thinkers on. Mm. Um Nothing to do with us at all, um, but you know the the Gucci centenary yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, activation in Roblox. We're gonna see things like that as like these beacons of of um, you know this is how it's done. Now the drawback, James, with the likes of the Gucci Roblox activation, not I mean it's 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 brilliant, right? Don't get me wrong, but 
that is a lot that that's a big investment of time yeah, yeah, yeah. probably extremely expensive mm-hmm. um and 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 you know going back to my point about the access question mark that's the kind of thing that is a long term play that takes yeah. a lot of planning and it will take a village to actually deliver it right whereas i think your point about sort of bringing out door guys and creatives and using you know that's we're thinking about that you know there's a big mm-hmm growing digital out of home sort of marketplace now where programmatic um you know buying is 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 flowing through to yeah, yeah. you know to, to digital screens we're thinking about that quite seriously um so it, it's not answering the creative point but it is very much about you know is the outdoor market something that we should really be really be thinking about seriously both both technically and sort of you know in terms of commercials and conversations um but yeah we, we can be doing more with the creative community. I think, um, you know, things like this, uh, the, the IB Gaming Week and um, the gaming guide that you guys um, put out a, a mm. couple of months ago, I think that's really helping. Um, and as you say, you know, that all the media agency groups are, are now um, creating specialist, uh, you know, units. That's all going to drive interest and, uh, and engagement from, from all parts of the industry. And that's a good thing. That's, you know, that's a good thing. If I can jump in there, there's a really interesting point here about, you know, the creative process will be quite different. And much as, James, as you brought up mobile earlier, the, some of the creative community looked at the mobile screen and saw that as a very small canvas to paint 100%. their thoughts, uh, and therefore not of great interest. Whereas other people saw it as an amazing constraint with which they have to work in to expand how creative they could and should be to be able to drive engagement within that, that landscape. And I think it, it, it's, it's a different but similar issue is that who's going to lean into, because if you're, if you're advertising in-game, in-play, within the content that the consumer is actually consuming, again, that's a constraint in itself and it's a yeah. constraint partly of you know, the authenticity of it. So it, it, is, this, is this dissonant to the game or is this additive to the game? Mm. Uh, but then also, how do, I, how do I create something that actually enhances the enjoyment right, but doesn't distract? Mm. And, 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 and that's going to be, you no, know, that's a challenge. You, the, the creative process has got to be involved. What is the gaming experience within this particular game? How can... The advertising work. and and so I think that, that, that there's it's a different creative challenge. Not every not everyone will be interested in solving that challenge. But what we need to do is really tap into the creative community, probably that are natural gamers, yeah, yeah, or have an empathy with uh, with gamers uh, who actually want to solve that and actually want to create you know great great advertising, great marketing for brands. That are additive to the player experience. So that's that's we've, we've got to we've got to get that challenge out there. Yeah, it's a really good point. And, and and the mobile thing as well was, you could see it as the you could see the opportunity and the constraint. And yes, it was a smaller screen. You know, particularly when, until we got into the the wonderful world of smartphones. Yeah. But I, you know, the other thing was the attention and the eyeballs. You know, if if you could have had a 
a crystal ball into today where you know this thing is sort of super glued to your hand and you see it i mean we've got the numbers for gaming i mean it's had an outstanding lockdown if you could describe it as that in that this <laughs> yeah. is this is where people are highly engaged for long periods of time uh, and they're socializing with friends they're doing all this other stuff all yeah. they're literally filling time on a train on their mobile playing a game so if nothing else that 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 would be a big turn on i think for me uh, the fact that people are, that's where they are. Again, that's a great point because the mobile itself <clears throat> was the most personal mm. device, right? and, uh, and gaming is the most immersive. What's this? Um, I'd love to get your take on it, Alex. You talked about Gucci. Luxury brands have really gone in with both feet on gaming. And, and my experience of working on luxury brands is they, they sometimes tend to be hesitant with new stuff. Uh, because you know the very well well versed thing that they do, uh, print media, the sort of the, you know the amazing coffee table magazine glossy pages tends to work very well for them. Gaming it almost feels like a million miles away from that. Why do you think luxury brands have have, have sort of gone in so hard on gaming and continue to? It's it's a really good good question. I mean, I think you know the big lux houses um, have had a a, a pretty deliberate shift in their sort of attitudes to mm. I, I don't even want to use the word digital but I'm, I'm, I'm going to use the word digital I, um, you know they, they definitely sort of deliberately gone um, you know more into interactive environments for sure um, why they you know almost bucked their own trend in a way by going deep into gaming so early I, I honestly can't. I can't really answer that, James. I just, I, I, I just think they see the opportunity. They, they yeah. see the engaged um, um, audience. You know, luxury buying is a bit of a, you know, it's a bit of a sort of a habit. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. why not, you know, why not start <laughs> with um, a, a, you know, a very engaged audience? Sometimes they're going to index lower. I mean, Roblox is two thirds of the audience is under sixteen. I mean, there is a question mark around that, right? It's like, are they speaking to the right people? But you know um that they are and it's something that we're talking about so there's there's absolute value in doing it and um i think we're going to see loads more um particularly with um the introduction of things like product placement and 3d objects which is something that we're very excited about developing i, I actually think this is this this is really interesting because i think what they're jumping onto here is something the wider in culture which again is the 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 I'm not sure whether to call it the merging, you know, or the demerging of your your physical and your virtues. Yeah. And um, what they what I think that you know, everyone aspires to those brands, or, or certainly those brands want everyone to aspire yeah. to. Them. And the ability, you know, again to to be able to take that brand, take that product, make that part of your persona, you know, within the game is very, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of virtual products sold. It, it's quite fascinating, you know, every, everything's new, but everything's the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, I go back to, it was funny with Isobar, um, I think we made, we built the second ever uh, store on Second Life. God, Second uh, Life. Which was for Adidas. Wow. Exactly. We, if you think about it, and, and we sold 35,000 pairs of trainers <laughs> within 10 days. Right? And it was funny. Every single, I mean, my, the phone was going off the hook of people's brands phoning up and saying, can wow. we have one? Can we have one? And, and in the end, you go, well, why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, why do you want? 
well, because we want one, <laughs> you know. And, it, you know, it, and, and of course, as, as you may remember, I mean, the second life experience was yeah. so full of friction, <laughs> so lumpy. You know, the technology wasn't there. Whereas now it's seamless. Yeah. Now you can do it on your mobile. Now you can do it. So, so you know, this is a, a what was a, you know, a trial then mm. is now I think there's going to be, I think, it's a huge opportunity for us as admix, but a huge opportunity for brands, right? To be in there and trading, uh, you know, with, with uh, and trading product, and people will be using it, and and they will experiment with luxury brands, yeah, in that environment, and then it, it may work the other way. Is that rather, you know, back then you saw, oh well, I've got one of those in real life, I'll now have it, <laughs> yeah, in the game. Whereas actually, it would be could well be the other way around. Yeah. To take Alex's point, they're coming in when they're 16 and they're doing that. And then, you know, and then they'll evolve into when they're mm. in 20s, they'll start buying the real product. Yes, you need to you need to recruit them somewhere. Uh, and it needs to be, maybe it's the accessibility thing again. Um, uh, Alex, you've talked about uh, product placement as something you're excited by. Uh, anything else in terms of innovation that is piquing your interest? I think... Um... To be honest, I'm, I'm I'm almost more excited about in the short term getting the boring stuff out of the way. Um, <laughs> so they're you know the proving the proving the performance, getting the measurement right, um, and turning this enormous potential into always on. Mm. Um, I'm excited about that. Um, then, as we look to sort of like you know the horizon a little bit um we mentioned the 3d objects product placement bringing that into virtual environments i think that's going to be Mm. a a huge step um for this you know virtual economy the virtual brand opportunity or virtual world brand opportunity um and i think we're going to start seeing things happening beyond games um and that's another thing that i'm really excited about um you know, we're spending more and more and more time as humans in these virtual spaces. Um, there's no reason why they shouldn't have, you know, the, a similar kind of brand messaging opportunity. So I'm talking, you know, virtual events, shopping yeah, experiences, yeah. Yeah. classrooms, um, 3D social spaces, mm. um, virtual dating, you know, th- these things, these these as i say the more time we're spending in a virtual environment um i'm i'm really excited to see what you know we can do to bring brand messaging um in the right way um you know into those into those spaces we had sam field from riot studio who are part of horizon he was on the podcast last year he talked about this concept of a, of a digital twin so you have these physical things that happen so maybe it's a a catwalk show a fashion show but in a world where we've been experiencing everything virtually for the last 18 months, there'll be a sort of a simulcast of something that's virtual as well. And actually, people don't need to decide whether they need to go to this thing virtually or physically. They can kind of have dip in and out of both. And it's like, it's definitely this thing we're heading towards. It just felt like what you were, what you were talking about there kind of kind of touched on it. Um, uh, something I would, uh, I would love to ask you, Nigel, is... Um, you know, lots of the the nuts and bolts that Alex talked about. You know, getting um, the IAS thing is big. Getting the the brand safety stuff right, the trust stuff. I I guess in a wheel, uh, in a way, will appeal to buyers who are transacting this stuff. How do you get to uh, how do you get to 
people in agencies at a sort of strategic level when they're thinking about that initial brief that comes in from a Mars or a Unilever or a you know a, a D to C brand how do you get gaming on on their radar at the sort of the the slightly higher bit of the Christmas tree I, I think there's always the two key things first is always audience mm. is you know who is the audience how big how engaged are they you know and um and that's a key thing. But also, I think very important is context. Uh, and the great thing about in-play is that you are in the content. I think uh, we're all very conscious, right near the top of um, you know, strategic planning at the moment is around, uh, is obviously brand safety. You know, it's brand environment. How yeah. how right is this, this, this content? context for my brand uh and say and if i can get the right context for the right level of engagement it's intrinsically brand safe yeah yeah right? you're not adjust you're not worried about some other point you know yeah. what the context is right? that then becomes attractive and if you if you're then marrying it up to a highly engaged audience at scale then it has it, that has to be in your consideration set mm. and it's what and this is a big challenge for the the gaming industry and 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 for us is i need to really understand how it's going to work right what am i what you know because what am i trying to achieve for the brand i think the opportunity that the planners especially strategic planners have got is that too much performance media has now become incredibly short term yeah totally incredibly it is advertising for sales hmm. and what what we need to build back into the industry you know is building equity is building those second and third term effects yeah right, that 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 great marketing has yeah. so that you're building you know ad stock and comprehension and and I do think that a lot of brands feel caught on the hamster wheel because you're, you're pushing money through. I know, I know this is, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm very um, involved in, you know, a lot of startups at the minute. Mm. And, they, and they do find it, it's, it's almost become like a tax, which is you, you have to, you have to invest a lot of money in short-term performance to drive short-term revenue to yeah, get into yeah. the, the funding cycle. Yeah. But the problem is you just the second you try and <laughs> pull that back, yeah, yeah. your sales fall off the cliff. So mm. you're not actually building any you're not building any brand equity, any longer term value. Mm. And so I think the ability for performance, I mean, and don't get me wrong, we have to demonstrate strong performance, but I think the ability to do that whilst building equity is going to be that's going to be really important and i think that's a real challenge for the big for the strategic planners now yeah, yeah. to demonstrate they can do that i i love this idea of and i think you're right we're sort of hooked on this slightly slightly short-term thinking of things happening very very quickly and i i, I sort of love this idea of 
gaming and in-play being this sort of saviour of brand building in digital. Because, you know, I get hung up, hang up about it at the IB that, you know, everyone thinks it's about performance. And once you turn on that tap, it's very hard just to turn it off. It is. Um, and I like this idea of having something that, you know, you, you are going to do for equity and going to do for long-term brand building. Love it. Uh, I would love to ask you both where you think the conversation on gaming will be in three years time i hate these sorts of questions anything with a time frame on is pretty useless i mean three years in gaming world i mean you know is a long old time alex what do you think uh the conversation will be in three years time on gaming three years (laughs) might be a bit of a stretch but um (laughs) no you know what i i um in a similar way to how digital is almost a redundant term now. Yeah. And, you know, everything is digital to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I, and, and I'm pleased to see that the, the term is kind of now fading. Three years, you know, we'll still be talking about gaming for sure. But, but, but maybe a little bit after that. Um, I'd quite like the term gaming to, to kind of fade because sort of echoing a, a couple of points we talked about earlier, we're spending so more and more time we're spending in these virtual environments, you know, gaming or these virtual spaces are just life. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of want the conversation to be, you know, this is just part of our lives and, and, and it's, it's part of the, the mix. So three years possibly is a little bit tight for that, but um, that's where, I, you know, I'm excited about it getting to that point when this is just, this is just part of, everything that marketing and media people are thinking about and it's it's not even gaming it's just it's just life love it uh your perspective nigel yeah i i i i think that's right i mean I, but what what i think is the key thing for the game gaming is mainstream entertainment mm. uh, and it's it's also very you know it's very personal entertainment mm-hmm uh, and and but I do think that it, that that the growth of gaming communities and the way that people will play with each other, share with each other, will continue to develop. And again, that 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 becomes a really uh, a, a dynamic place for brands as well. Um, uh, and again, a dynamic place for where brands can add value. They can be rele- uh, They can be relevant. You know, because what you've got is. In, Games are natural networks of community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Networks of connection, you know, and um, you know, and and the ability to be able to make your brand relevant to communities that not only share interests but share actions. Mm. uh, that, That that that's hugely powerful so i think the dynamic of how people connect and communicate with each other uh will be it will continue to evolve i mean it's evolved obviously very significantly yeah over the lockdown period it's accelerated it's, it's probably accelerated three years in one year I mean, <laughs> lots of different numbers thrown around but it has significantly accelerated that will continue to accelerate you know we will you know people say they won't ever go back into the office that's rubbish they will because people love the human connection as well yeah, yeah. they will yeah. not put back in the increased connection they've had both 
through, if you like, functional media like this mm -hmm. and entertainment media like games. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, thank you very much for giving us some time this morning. I, I really, really like the point on uh, on long-term brand equity and perhaps gaming and in-play is going to be a brilliant way of doing that. I, I like that we've not even mentioned the word the words post cookie as well because that feels slightly irrelevant for you as well so if, if you're an advertiser and you're wrestling with what to do in a post cookie world yeah. shove some money into gaming because you don't need to worry about it these are sort of actual people and the rest of it um not the ib's view that's uh that, that that's my view there um alex nigel it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure thank you very much for joining me thank you very but much. it's been brilliant james thank you the iab uk podcast Alex Faust and Nigel Morris from Admix there. I love the point on creative shops and Nigel's reframing, I suppose, around the way gaming's limitations could actually deliver something absolutely outstanding. And the whole thinking behind this immersive, inherently social platform as a means of delivering brand growth over the long term, which... I just think makes a lot of sense too. Now, if you want to catch up on any of the content from Gaming Week, you can find it all at iabuk.com. That includes our Real Living 2021 research, the debate on whether gaming and advertising can ever really coexist, and of course, the Creative Effectiveness Workshop. And all of this made possible by Gaming Week sponsors Bidstack. So a big thanks to you. And a big thanks to you for listening as well. Thanks very much. IAB UK, building a sustainable future for digital advertising. <laughs>